Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Luke chapter number 12 will be our text tonight. We're going to read uh, familiar scripture to Bible readers. But uh, we've got a thought that the Holy Spirit has pressed upon us for the last few days and um, we want to be faithful to God above everything else. Uh, I I wanted to do something different, but um, doesn't matter what I want to do. I just appreciate the Holy Spirit speaking so clearly. And uh, I don't know most of the time why God does what he does, but I'm so glad that he's able to, and he does know who needs it, what it's needed for. And so we're going to ask you just pray for us tonight that we might just be obedient to his unction. Luke chapter number 12, beginning at verse number 13. One of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. He said unto them, man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the abundance of the things which he possesseth. And he spake a parable unto them, saying, the ground of a certain rich man brought forth plentifully. And he thought within himself, saying, what shall I do? Because I have no room where to bestow my fruits. And he said, this will I do. I will pull down my barns and build greater. There will I bestow all my fruits and my goods. I will say to my soul, soul, thou hast much goods laid up for many years. Take thine ease, eat, drink, and to be merry. But God said unto him, thou fool, this night thy soul shall be required of thee. And whose shall those things be which thou hast provided? So is he that layeth up treasure for himself and is not rich toward God. Lord, we thank you for your word. We pray that, God, you send it out to every heart. May all of us receive it. We joy accept it and be obedient to it. May we respond to it. There's one here tonight that needs to pray, to find you, God, to be converted. We pray that the Spirit of God would bring the conviction necessary to bring godly sorrow and repentance, that they might know you. Thank you for what you're doing as we ask it, believing in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Uh, I want to I give a title to the message tonight. I, I, I want to title it, I'm All Right. I'm All Right. Uh, it seems everybody that I talk to about their soul, that's what they tell me. I'm all right. I'm not exactly certain what I'm all right means, but I'm suspicious that it's a way to get the preacher off their back. Or it's a way to get one of you good people off their back. By saying I'm all right, what they're saying is, is, I believe I've got everything I need to get there. You don't need to worry about me. I'm all right. I read to you a story about a man thought he was all right 
He thought he had everything in order. thought he had everything that he needed. As the abundance came forth, he recognized he couldn't store it all. It, had, it was so great and so good, so he tore his barns down, built bigger, got such a great harvest and abundance that he decided he is all right. So he took his ease, and he just ate and drank and was merry. I'm glad that I'm not all right. I'm born again. I'm saved by the blood of Jesus Christ. My sins are gone, and I'm going to heaven one day. I got so saved that day that the devil has tried for the last 40-something years and still can't get me to turn. I'm saved in every part of my soul and every step that I walk, he's with me. He has blessed me beyond measure, but the best is yet to come. If you want to know whether or not I'm going to heaven, I'm not going to tell you I'm all right. I'm going to tell you I'm more than all right. I'm born again. And I hope to God that people that are just all right wake up and recognize that all right people are in hell. It's filled with people that thought they were all right. It's filled with the men and the women of this world who have told me specifically, and I've heard them say they, they've got things fixed up with the man upstairs. Let me tell you something. He ain't upstairs. He's in heaven, and he ain't a man. He's a God of all creation, and he'll save you if you'll acknowledge him. But I'll tell you right now, he ain't making deals. He ain't compromising. He ain't negotiating. You must be born again. If all you are is all right tonight, you're going to go to hell. You're going to miss heaven altogether and you're going to spend eternity in that place of torment that was created for the devil and his angels. He didn't make it for you, but you'll go there all right. The problem with this world today is they're not lost. They're all right. They're not under conviction. They're all right. They do everything under the sun on Sunday except go to the house of God and worship and serve him. They can come up with every excuse, every reason, every justification that that they can just, and they'll tell you all along that they're all right. You can tell them, friend, that they need to be in the house of God, that they need to be serving with God's people, that they need to be in the battle for God, and they'll tell you, I'm all right, preacher. You don't have to worry about me. Well, I still worry, friend, because all right ain't enough. The Apostle Paul was all right. He was all right with the papers in his pocket heading in to Damascus to hunt down those Christian fools and to put them in prison or to torture them or to kill them. He was all right having a pharisaical attitude He was all right knowing the Ten Commandments. He was all right having done many of them most of his life. But let me tell you something. He found out that day when God came to him that he wasn't all right, that he was a sinner in the eyes of God and that he needed to be born again. You need to be saved today. Being all right ain't enough. 
How many people have settled for everything but the best? May I say today, you either get saved or you'll stay lost. There's no in-between. You can't find this happy medium that they have created or conjured in this world that we live in today, right? People ain't lost, but they ain't really serving God. They somewhere in the middle, just all right. They're somewhere in the middle. You can ask them, you going to heaven or hell? Oh, I'm going to heaven. You, you, you can ask them about people that died and never had no testimony, lived like the devil most of their life. You never seen them in church. Oh, well, I'm glad they're finally with mama now. Let me tell you something, friend. People go to hell every second of the day. You know why? Because they thought they were all right. They thought that everything was all right in their soul. Listen, you got to be saved to be all right with God. The only thing that God accepts as all right is complete surrender at the cross of Calvary. You gotta die out to yourself and be born again by the Spirit of God. You've got to have the blood of Jesus Christ come into your heart and purge you of sin. Friend, anything other than that ain't good enough when it comes to being right with God. You've got to be altogether saved, not partly saved, not believing you're saved, not trusting in something that happened 50 years ago that never had any fruit to it. You need to be born again or you're gonna die without God. Say, preacher, I'm all right. No, you're lying to yourself. You're not all right. What you need to do is to take the word of God and line up to it. Find out whether or not your life resembles somebody that's been washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Line yourself up with this holy book and determine in your own heart whether or not you're pleasing God. The Bible said, friend, that without faith, it's impossible to please him. And yet people go on without faith in God any day and still say they're all right. It's not right. It's wrong. Paul thought he was all right. But he found out that day on the way to Damascus, he wasn't all right. When the Holy Ghost of God convicted him and woke him up, when he seen himself for the first time ever, a lost man on his way to hell, he lifted up his eyes and said, Who art thou, Lord? And when God, Jesus Christ, revealed himself unto him, the apostle Paul got saved that day. And I hear him as he stood before old King Agrippa that day, and he shared with him the good news of Jesus Christ. And he showed him everything that Christ had done in order to save the souls of lost men and women. And we find there that he finally told old Agrippa, he said, Agrippa, he said, believest thou the prophets? Believest thou the prophets? And old Agrippa said, Paul, he said, almost thou persuadest me to be a Christian. And Paul said to him, I wish to God that not almost, but altogether you were like me except for these bonds. You say, what are you saying, preacher? I ain't a perfect Christian. And friend, if you're looking to me to satisfy your standards of life, you've messed up. The book is the standard we got to follow, not one another. But I will tell you this. I've been saved by the grace of God. I've been granted eternal life through Jesus Christ. I'm not all right. I'm altogether saved. We got a world of people that's all right. That's why they're in their mind they're going to heaven. 
Friend, I don't care what's in your mind. When you close your eyes of this world, you're going to be in hell. I mean instantly. You're going to be like the rich man in Luke chapter number 16 that fared sumptuously every day. Every day he went in and out of that gate looking at old Lazarus the beggar laying there begging for alms, crumbs from his table that he wasn't even compassionate enough to give. You know what the rich man thought every time that he passed old Lazarus and never offered any compassion or love toward him? He thought, I'm all right. I don't need to, I don't need to love nobody else. I'm all right. I've got everything that I need. Let me tell you something. If you think tonight that the money you've got in the bank is going to somehow sustain you, you're wrong. Amen. There ain't ever been not one nickel, amen, that made a man right with God. You won't find possessions, friend, that'll ever get you to the place where you've merited entrance into the glory land. You've got to be born again to know him. All right, ain't good enough. You've got to be saved. I'm all right, preacher. I'm all right. I'm going to heaven. The Bible said that the old, that Lazarus died. The angels came and they carried old Lazarus into Abram's bosom. I don't know about you, but if I got to pick between the two places I'm going, I know right now where I want to go. And you know, it's an easy choice that you can present to people. You can ask anybody, anybody in their reasonable, reasonable mind, they're going to tell you, yeah, I'd rather go to heaven than I would go to hell. Reasonable people will tell you that. And I know some people will tell you, I'm going to hell. I'm going to hell. And I'm going with my friends. Let me tell you something, there ain't no friends in hell. You ain't going to have nobody in hell. There'll be billions of people in hell and you'll be alone still. Every one of them's alone. Every one of them's in darkness. Every one of them's weeping and wailing and gnashing their teeth. Every one of them's screaming and crying out for mercy and there's no mercy to be, to be found. Every one of them's desperate, dying for just one drop of water to, to put on their parts and they're not going to get it. There's no comfort there. There's no joy there. There's no peace there. There's no light there. There's no company there. There is nothing there, friend, to comfort the soul. And yet people are going there every day saying, I'm all right. You ain't all right. Friend, if you're going to hell, you ain't all right. You're in a desperate, loathing condition. You're in the most desperate condition a soul can get in. A man that thinks he's right, but on his way to hell. The pretenders of this world are just that. You pretend all you want to. I can pretend that I can play basketball like Michael Jordan. But all you got to do to find out whether that's true is give me a ball and put me on the court with him. You can pretend all you want to. That's how far-fetched it is for some of these people who say they're going to heaven. They don't go to church. They don't love God. They don't pray. They don't read their Bible. They don't even know where their Bible's at if they ever had one. They don't raise their children in the fear and admonition of the Lord. They don't sing to him. They don't do for him. They don't know him. They don't talk to him. He don't talk to them. The Holy Ghost of God ain't in them. It never shared with him. And they still say I'm all right. 
Boy, we can lie to ourselves. We can lie to ourselves and convince our, the world today that we live in is convinced they're going to heaven. And if they ain't convinced they're going to heaven, they convince themselves that there's no heaven or hell anyhow. You just die and that's it. You ain't all right if you ain't been born again. You better be terrified tonight if you ain't born again. If your soul ain't been washed in the blood of the Lamb, you need to be terrified because you're going to die and go to hell one day and there ain't no getting out of it. There ain't, no ain't no time off. There ain't no vacation day. There ain't no wind blowing through every now and then. There ain't, no one, there ain't not one second of hell. And may I say to you, it goes on and it goes on forever and ever. And that we can't conceive in our mind the terrifying, horrifying, the, the, the worst that you can imagine, friend. Hell is worse than all of it. All right won't get you there. You're not going to get to heaven just being all right. I don't know how many times people ask me to preach funerals. I do most of them. When I ask them about the soul, some people I don't even know. I ask them about the person's soul. Oh, I believe they's all right. They got saved in Bible school 40 years ago. Where'd they go to church? Well, they never went to church, but but there's good people. They ain't no good people, by the way. You think you're good, you've lied to yourself. John said you wasn't good, and he said you do lie to yourself about being good. There's none good, according to Jesus, no, not one. If we'll be honest about it, our problem is the one that we look at in the mirror and he's got plenty of problems, by the way. What we need is a Savior today that can rescue us from our own demise. We're going to hell today, and the only way out of it is Jesus. Amen. You ain't all right. Not without Jesus. You're not all right. The people today throughout the Scripture, there's been warning after warning after warning. The rich man, the Bible said, he opened up his eyes being in torment. That quick. He died that quickly. They're probably still trying to bury his body. He would inhale immediately. The very minute he died, he was in the flames of hell crying out. Now, let me tell you something. I believe this old boy thought he was all right. You say, how do you know? Because when Abraham told him, he said, I can't bring you no water. There's a gulf fixed between you and me that you can't come here and I can't go there. That's number one. You ain't getting no relief. And he said, well, send somebody to my five brothers. and Tell them, don't come to this place. Abraham said, your brothers had what you have. They have what you have. And that's the word of God. They don't need a man. Even if he come back from the dead, they wouldn't believe him. If they won't believe the prophets, if they won't believe the word of God, they ain't going to believe even though somebody comes back from the dead. You say, preacher, that ain't true. I surely they would believe it. Jesus came back from the dead, friend. And yet you still don't believe. You still 
don't think that it's about you, that somehow or another you're going to get to heaven, you're all right. No, you're on your way to hell. And you're wicked and deserve it. Every one of us deserved the flames of that awful place. I ain't going there. Because one day I altogether got born again. The Holy Ghost of God came into my heart and set up a board. Bless his holy name. I don't have to go to hell. But I'll tell you right now, I, I didn't get saved that night thinking I was all right. Amen. That's the last thought that occurred, would have occurred to me that night. I know from the moment he began to deal with me sitting on that back bench that I was lost. And if I died, I know right then I was going to hell. I was afraid I was going to get there that very night. I could see in my own heart, amen, the penalty for my sin. I wasn't all right. I was desperately wicked and lost and undone. And I knew that I needed a Savior. Listen, all right people don't get saved. They die alone. Every day, all right people die alone. Because all right people can't get saved. Say, how come? Because if you're all right, you don't need a Savior. If you ain't sick, you don't need a doctor. If you don't ever see yourself as wretched and vile and on your way to hell, you'll never cry out unto God for salvation. That's why it takes spirit conviction That's why it takes a man being arrested by the Holy Ghost of God and told the truth. Amen. A a preacher can, can preach his heart out. He can preach his lungs out. And people can stare at him all day long unmoved. But when the Holy Ghost of God takes that word and it pricks that heart and it shows that heart that they're the men, they're the ones undone, they're the ones dying and lost without God, that's when they can be saved. And only then it takes God to save you today. You can keep on telling yourself you're all right, but that's just adding to the problem. What you need to do is to be honest about sin and recognize that you're a sinner, that you've always been a sinner, that you're not good, you've never been good. You say, preacher, surely there's good people and bad people in this world. If all you want to do is measure by the standard of humans, what you'll, all you'll ever do is compare this one to that one. And based on that comparison, is what establishes the definition of good and bad. Let me tell you something. God ain't going to consider nobody when you stand before him. I'll tell you what almighty God's going to do. He's going to tell you this is the standard. This is the road. And if you didn't walk it, you ain't coming in. You can't be saved without the word of God. It's what begets you. It's what keeps you. It's what saves you over and over. It rescues you. Brother, you've got to be saved today. All right ain't good enough. Paul was all right until he got saved. And that day when the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God, knocked him off his own beast, And he as a blind man crawled around on his knees and heard the voice of Almighty God speak to him and say, Saul, Saul, 
Isn't it hard for you to kick against me? Isn't it hard for you to kick against the thorns? And in that instant, Saul recognized who he was. and He knew who was speaking. And in that, in that, that, oh, how glorious a time that is when we recognize God. And when we, for the first time in our lives, see ourselves as wretched. I'm glad I'm saved. But let me say, a close second is I'm glad I got lost. I'm glad I got miserably wretched lost. Because I'm afraid I'd have never got saved. We, We get so called conversions all the time. You say, even here, yeah, it happens here. I can't imagine how it happens in, in some of these other places, right, where all you got to do is raise your hand to be saved or repeat a prayer after me to be saved or sign a card to be saved or be baptized to be saved or join a church to be saved. Well, that's just damnable heresy, that is, right? Ain't none of that can save you. And we don't preach none of that here. And yet there's still people come to this mourner's bench right here and they get up the same way they knelt down, lost. You know why? Because in their mind, they were all right. They just had some rough spots needed cleaned up. They just needed to get some guilt off their mind, some sin that, that, that was worse than other sin in their lives and they needed to bring that to God. They needed to confess that. Let me tell you something. You can confess a sin, but what you need to do is confess you're a sinner, and all you do is sin. All right, ain't going to get you that. There's a young man came to Jesus one day that was all right. He asked him how to be saved. He said, what do I need to do? Jesus told him, he said, Keep the commandments. Now what Jesus knew that this man <clears throat> didn't know was that he hadn't kept all the commandments. But he's all right. He thought he had, or at least he said he had. He wasn't honest with himself. I'll tell you right now, I, I don't know any person alive. Now I may get to heaven and find out that I'm wrong about this and that'll be all right. But I don't know a person alive that keep all ten of the commandments for their life. Not one day have anything more important than God. And I know he didn't have that right. Because he walked away sorrowful because he was a rich man. I know he didn't get number one. I got him suspicious about the other nine. He didn't get number one. Jesus knew that. He said, keep the commandments. He said, I've kept all the commandments from my youth up. Mm. You know what he's saying? I'm all right there. Got that, right? Jesus quit messing around with him, finally. He said, sell everything you got and give it to the poor. Take up your cross and follow me. And he walked away. He walked away sorrowful. He walked away. You know what he's thinking in his mind? There's got to be another way than that. 
this way that I'm living has got to be all right because that's unreasonable. You can't expect a man to do something like that, sell all that they have, give it to the poor, take up the cross and follow me. If that's exactly what Jesus said. He probably died thinking he was all right. And he's in hell still. Right now. Screaming from the torment. Hell is full of all right people. People that never got lost. They never got past their own pride of life to see themselves a wretched, miserable, vile, violator, transgressor against a holy, righteous, omnipotent God. And in their all right condition, they have fell into the hands of this God and are forever judged. My heart, I don't know about you, but my heart breaks when people that are living in sin say I'm all right. That is, that is, a, that is a denial <laughs> of everything this book says. As a matter of fact, you could take it a step farther. What, what a person is saying that is violating the word of God, when they look you in the eye and say, preacher, I'm all right, they are saying this is a lie. I ain't never been all right. Every time I get all right, I'm backslid normally. Every time I think I've got it all nailed down, all locked up, everything I think, every time I think I've got this all figured out, it's time to break before God again because I've done backslid. You'll never be right in yourself. The only thing that saves us is that he imputed the righteousness of a holy God into us. That's the only thing right in me is Jesus Christ the righteous who lives there. The very best that I can do is to follow Jesus so that men might see him. Because I, this flesh, will never be right. I've got a burden tonight for a lot of people that say I'm all right. And they have got every excuse, and they are justifying their transgressions, their wicked sins, what it is, They're justifying that with every kind of reasoning you can think of. And they'll look you in the face and tell you straight out, I'm all right with God. They're not all right. If they are saved, there's a day of chastening coming. But they may wish it would never come, but it'll come regardless. If they're really saved... They've got a father that loves them and because he loves them, he said he would chasten them. He will. But I fear a bunch of them ain't saved. And that's the real problem. 
is they think what they got one day was salvation. And it ain't no more than what the Pharisee Saul had or the rich young ruler that walked away sorrowful or the rich farmer that built his barns and found out that tonight he dies. And God said, you've been a fool all along. All this stuff you've got that you thought made you all right, you're fixing to go to hell. Who's all that going to be? It's not all right. We got neighbors that are all right. They're not sinners. They're not even going to hell. In their mind, they think they're going to heaven. Vicki, would you come to the piano? Every church that I know of has got a membership at least double what the attendance is. In some cases, it's five or six times what the attendance is. Say, what's wrong, preacher? You got a lot of all right people. Yeah. You got a lot of people that wake up every morning saying, I'm all right. I don't need God. I don't need church. I don't need I don't need his people. I'm all right. I don't need the Bible. I don't need to pray. I don't need to serve him. I'm all right. But they're not all right. I'm hesitant to pray for the boldness that God probably give it to me. But there are times when some of you people are going to ask me to bury your your lost loved ones, and you're going you're going to you're going to roll right into some of that stuff, and you're going to try to tell me they're all right. Yeah. And it would offend you if I stood up and told the truth at their funeral. Somebody that don't love Jesus, they're not going to heaven. This all right business is taking people to hell every day. And if we ain't careful, we go along with it. Right to the day you put them in the ground. We're still saying, is all right. Might be better if we just told the truth. They didn't have a testimony. They never went to church. Best we know, they never served God because they didn't love God. And whether they died lost or not, I don't know. But they didn't have a testimony. Probably wouldn't get asked to do funerals a lot. <laughs> what I normally do is just preach to people that are there and tell them how to get born again. Yeah. What happened between the deceased, whether they met God or not, I really don't know for sure. But most of them I know whether they had a testimony, yeah. whether they had a witness 
that followed them to that grave. I'm not all right. I am altogether born again by the blood of Jesus Christ. And I know, I know that my name is written in that book. I may stumble tomorrow. I am not boasting that I am able to keep myself. I said as much last Sunday morning. I cannot keep myself. I've tried. I can't do it. I'm trusting in God, but I'm absolutely confident he's able to keep me against that day. We need to pray for these people that are just all right because most of them are just lost. They're just lost. That's what they use to keep you off their back, keep me off their back. Don't worry about me. I'm all right. And the man upstairs got something worked out. That's a lie. That's a lie the man from the downstairs told you. He ain't a man, he ain't upstairs, right? He God and he in heaven. And I'll tell you right now, he don't make deals. You'll either come by Jesus Christ or you will go to hell. He's did everything he can do for you. He paid the price nobody could pay. You can't ask God to pay no more than he paid for you. And yet you want to live the way you want to live. You want to do what you want to do and still say that you're going to heaven. It ain't happening. You're going to go to hell tonight. I don't know if there's somebody in this or somebody going to watch this. I don't know. But I know this. For the last three days, all I could think about was those people that said, I'm all right. I'm all right. That's your place. I'm going to ask you to stand if you would. You know in your heart you're not right with God. Would you come to Christ tonight? Would you be saved? Would you admit you're a sinner tonight that you need to be born again? If you're lost tonight and you just now know that, maybe God's trying to deal with you, show you, give you an opportunity to be saved. You're here tonight, would you come?